Hello everyone, this is BPI Trade and you are listening to Traders Takedown, a podcast that tackles the latest news and updates in the Philippine stock market. Hosted by market experts from the research and sales team who will help transform complex market stories into easy-to-understand investment ideas. So tune in and allow us to help you cut through the noise and make well-informed investment decisions anytime, anywhere. Good morning, everyone. I hope you are all doing well. This is Angela Torres, currently the Head of Equity Research in BPI Securities. And for today's podcast, I will be talking about our initial views on the preliminary results of the May 9 national elections and the implications to the economy and the financial markets. But first of all, allow me to congratulate all of you for exercising your right to vote last May 9. Okay, let's start. First point. The preliminary results of the May 9 national elections point to a Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr. or BBM presidency. BBM has so far garnered 31 million votes or 59% of the total, with about 98% of precincts in the country already transmitting unofficial and partial election results. So this is based on online sources such as ABS-CBN News and Rappler. So it appears that BBM's brand of quote-unquote unity has appealed to the majority of Filipino voters. So with the election overhang about to take a backseat, the critical question to ask now is, where will the economy go from here? While the worst of the pandemic appears to be behind us, the next administration will still have to deal with a number of headwinds or issues such as the fastest inflation rate in almost four years, tepid recovery in consumer confidence, twin fiscal and current account deficits, and high outstanding debt, among others. These downside catalysts have translated to a weaker peso. The peso is down close to 3% versus the US dollar on a year-to-date basis. These have also contributed to a decline in the stock market. So far this year, the PSEI is down by about 6% as of May 10. So how the BBM administration responds to these pressing economic issues, particularly in the first three months of office, will likely be the focus of the investing public in the near term. So the market will also likely put great emphasis on the quality of economic and financial managers whom BBM will appoint later on. Key government posts that need to be filled are DOF, NEDA, the Budget Office, and of course, the BSP later on. In terms of economic agenda, we believe that BBM will focus on continuing key quote-unquote Duterte-nomics policies that could prove beneficial in driving economic growth over the next six years. These may include number one, sustaining the Build, Build, Build or BBB infra program, which relies on the government's balance sheet for funding rather than PPPs. This may also be complemented by relevant tax reform initiatives. And number two, promoting countryside growth with an emphasis on the agriculture sector. For instance, uh, BBM talked about amending the rice tarification law to support local farmers. And then three, supporting market liberalization that may open up the economy to new investors in key sectors such as telcos and transportation, etc. Meanwhile, his foreign policy could entail maintaining warm ties with China, including a negotiated disputed territories in the West Philippine Sea, This may have far-reaching economic implications, especially with respect to 
trade and investments in this part of the world. Finally, with BBM's allies likely to comprise a supermajority in both Senate and Congress, just like his predecessor, President Duterte, he will have the political capital, which we hope he will use to implement crucial pro-growth government programs. So what are the market implications? We note that the market tends to do well once the dust settles post-elections. This is the Philippine stock market I'm talking about. So the run-up can be attributed to increased visibility on how economic policies and regulatory matters could play out once a new leader is elected. To illustrate, the PSEI has returned 13% on average from June to December of each of the last three presidential election years. So this even includes a 9% decline from June to December of 2016. But note that from June to December of 2004, the PSEI actually returned 20%. And from June to December of 2010, the PSEI generated a 29% return for that period. Furthermore, in the first full year after the presidential elections, 2005, 2011, and 2017 in particular, the PSEI returned 15% on average for those three years. The market actually did well during each of those three years. So in 2005, that was the GMA administration, the PSEI returned 15%. In 2011, which was the Pinoy administration, the market returned 4%. And in 2017, under the Duterte administration, the PSEI was up by about 25%. While it is very tempting to think that Philippine equities would easily outperform post-elections, this is not cast in stone. So the incoming administration would still have to do its part to drive investor confidence, such as introducing market-friendly reforms, including increased infrastructure spending, resolution of delayed tariff adjustments for utilities, acceleration to shift to renewable energy, and even lowering import tariffs for critical food items like food, among others. We think that the government also has to prove that it can manage inflation headwinds via firm monetary policy and even implementing various supply augmentation initiatives. If these reforms and measures are properly implemented, we think that can help underpin corporate earnings and eventually drive the index higher. On the flip side, inability of the incoming administration to execute properly could weigh on domestic share prices. In addition, what's also affecting market sentiment right now is that geopolitical risks in Ukraine remain elevated with the resulting commodity supply squeeze translating to multi-year high inflation trends that continue to impact global markets, including the Philippines. So what we are saying here is that even if historically the Philippine stock market has performed well post-presidential elections, this may not be the case all the time since there are different and new external factors that can affect investor sentiment, plus investors would want to see how the new administration will tackle pressing economic issues. Finally. Our stock-picking strategy incorporates both inflation headwinds as well as regulatory uncertainty. So in a nutshell, we continue to prefer blue-chip names that, number one, can deliver resilient earnings growth notwithstanding inflation risk. Number two, are not exposed to regulatory uncertainty. Number three, these companies possess healthy balance sheets. In other words, manageable gearing and leverage ratios that are able to absorb higher interest rates. And number four, 
these companies have very strong business models and dominant market positions that should enable them to capture the benefits of post-pandemic economic recovery. So our topics over a 12-month investment horizon are the following. Ayala Corp or AC, Ayala Land or Ali, BDO, Converge, and GT Capital or GT Cap. These names, in our view, meet the foregoing criteria. So that's about it for our podcast session today. I hope you learned a lot and enjoyed this session as much as I did. Thank you very much and I hope to catch you all in our next episode. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of the podcast creators, hosts, and guests and do not necessarily reflect the policies and position of BPI Securities Corporation or its other employees. Any content provided does not intend to malign any group, individual, or anything. This podcast episode is purely for informational purposes only and shall not be construed as a solicitation to buy or sell any securities, futures, options, and or other financial instruments. To participate in any particular trading strategy or to provide any investment advice or service. Any recommendation herein does not pertain to any specific investment objective, financial situation, or any particular need of the listeners.